In this episode, we explore the astrology of the Aquarius new moon, which really opens up the frequency of 2022. We also have both Venus and Mercury stationing direct as we enter into this seasonal, the solar gate of Imbolc, and we honor the Celtic goddess Brigid. Welcome to Stars, Stones, and Stories. I am your host, Rama, and together we are weaving ancient future wisdom as we birth the new earth. If you're into astrology, cosmology, living mythology, earth-based spirituality, and ancestral healing, you are home. If you've stumbled upon this podcast and are new to these topics, this is Sovereign Sanctuary to expand and deepen your wisdom. As a cosmic priestess, I witness many at the threshold of great transformation. I specialize in astrological divination, sacred site activations, and priestess arts for the Aquarian Age. You may learn more about my work and budding mystery school at earthseedtemplearts.com or follow Earthseed Temple Arts on Instagram. This community is your opportunity to claim your story, your unique identity and power, knowing that you are the hero of your own journey. You are a hologram for the collective, and you matter. The world needs your gifts and creativity now more than ever. Crystallize your medicine. Oh, great ancient ones, great ancestors, we call to you. May you hear the voices of your descendants traversing through time and space. We humbly ask for your support, your wise medicine ways, and your genius solutions in these times. Dear ancestors, we wish to partner with you, for we know we cannot do this alone. As we traverse the mystery, we ask that you, our starry ancestors, are with us each breath of the way. May we have clarity of mind and crystalline vision to see through the dark. May we walk our paths of high holy truth, as that is what is needed now more than ever. And so it is. Welcome to episode 44 of Stars, Stones, and Stories. I'm so grateful that you're here and that your ancestors are here with you, whether you're consciously aware of it or not. We are all gathered here together in this liminal space since episode 43, which is titled Meet Me in the Liminal. I have absolutely been deep, deep down in the liminal, really, for the most part, off of social media, only responding to very important emails, and it has felt incredibly nourishing. I wish I could say I was 
in this experience for my own true quiet and stillness and self-care. However, I have been completing some acts of self-care as I am wrapping up a four-year journey through the Sophia Center, which is connected to the University of Wales, a four-year journey to get a Master of Arts in Cultural Astronomy and Astrology. So I've been offline in massive ways for the month of January, and as many of you know, I was offline for most of December as well. In January, I've just been really focused on bringing my 15,000-word dissertation to a close. I've been tightening up the edits and the references and yeah, just so, so excited to be so close to being done. And I'll be submitting that this weekend. So much focus is going to really culminating this journey of the master's program in a good way. And I think that that's something really important to talk about because This is episode 44, and when I think of the number 44, it's such a sacred number. It is double fours. This frequency of four is all about stability and process, and how do we gain firmness in the material world? Strong foundations are important when we're building a vision. The number four really wants to assist with the process so it's done in a good way. And it's interesting because right now we have both Venus and Mercury retrograde in Capricorn. Capricorn being very much a, a visionary sign that is all about the foundations and what we're building for the long haul. I like to see Capricorn like the the mastermind of the Zodiac. We're in a period right now where we can really deeply, truly mastermind. When we have two fours, that comes to make an eight, which eight turned on its side is the symbol of infinity. Eight is about power and and depth and this like richness that comes through the journey. But also if you divide 44 by four, you have 11. Part of the foundation of 44 is 11, which is a master number very much connected to light codes and the frequency of activation, so much possibility and this limitlessness. So we are gathered here in this episode 44 of Star Stones and Stories to come together and to continue to build for the long haul through this community. I'll be honest with you, we're just getting started here. So if you have not yet joined through the Mighty Networks platform, the Star Stones and Stories community, that is a complimentary offering. Please join us. As I'm coming out of the graduate school wormhole, I'm going to be able to be much more present and really help shape this community alongside you because we live in such phenomenal times. These are uncharted territory Uh, experiential opportunities that are totally new for all of us in human form. And it's very exciting. And part of this Aquarian age is how do we utilize the platforms of technology to support us in our connection with the earth and our ancestors and the elements? Because 
our cutting edge technologies can absolutely feed our connection to the other world. This theme of closure, quite often we we don't really know how to celebrate and close things in a sacred way. It's sort of like finishing it and then on to the next thing. And I'm really good at that. (laughs) I'm thinking about this a lot as I'm bringing this four-year journey to a closure. I'm bringing this dissertation journey to a closure. I've been working on this dissertation since the beginning of 2021. And I I came to near completion in um, the end of November of 2021 and then just let the dissertation kind of sit on the back burner for December. And in January, I've been really tightening up the conclusion and in doing the final polishing. This is a process that we can all apply to the big moments in our lives where we're coming to a culmination of something we're really proud of, something that we've committed to for quite some time. I believe that the astrology right now wants us to look at this in some way because as I'm recording this on Venus Day Friday, the uh, 28th of January, tomorrow on the 29th, depending on what time zone you are in, Venus will station direct at 11 degrees, 5 arc minutes, Capricorn. So we're culminating this Venus retrograde journey, although she won't clear the shadow until March 1st, and that's going to be at 26 degrees, 29 arc minutes. So the story is not really over, right? Like until that Pisces new moon at the beginning of March. However, there is a layer of closure coming in these next two weeks with Venus going direct and also Mercury direct. And they're both right now in Capricorn. And when we think about Capricorn, we can conjure up our focus around structure and organization and our accomplishments and how successful we are, how pragmatic, how practical, industrious, how mentally creative and and determined we are. And that energy sometimes can be very controlling or conservative or fearful, sometimes calculated or too self-seeking. So there's been this journey with Venus and Capricorn where that part of our chart from 12 degrees to 27 degrees Capricorn has really gotten accentuated around what we love, what we value, what is really important for us. As Venus stations direct tomorrow, which does create a liminal space, an accentuation in the liminal, we could say, it is an opportunity to honor uh, our journey with Venus and pause and, and reflect. And as we consider Venus, we can consider our connection to the divine feminine, to of course, our relationships, but even on a deeper level, our relationship with Mother Earth, our connection to the elements, to nature, and how do we feel about our relationship? How do we show our adoration to Earth, to the elements themselves? And if that's something that we feel like is lacking in our lives, that true integral adoration to the Earth, 
Venus stationing direct would love for you to activate your devotional qualities to honor her. And as she stations direct, it is at 12 degrees Capricorn, which is the Sabian symbol connected to this is an illustrated lecture on natural science reveals little known aspects of life. This is about the ability to explore unfamiliar realms and discover the laws underlying the complex processes of nature. This is about how we become fully conscious to all of life and the processes of earth herself, how we become conscious to the consciousness of earth, of Gaia, of mother nature, of Sophia, of however you want to relate to mother earth. There's many, many ways one can do that. And it is an opportunity for ritual enactment to honor beauty, uh, to honor the life pattern and how to really harness greater consciousness. In turn, believing in your intelligence, your ability to be organized, your ability to express as Venus stations forward motion, we have Mercury retrograde directly conjunct Pluto. So these two are speaking. Mercury is like, we could say in, in Mercury's liminal retrograde fashion, Mercury is getting the download from, from Pluto Mercury as the psychopomp is down in the underworld, literally <laughs> with Pluto. So there's a lot of symbolism here. And conjunct these two are Juno and Capricorn. So Juno really showing what we're committed to and where we can sometimes have to sacrifice for the death process, for that which needs to be shed, dissolved, let go of. These points that Mercury and Venus have been traveling over these late degrees of Capricorn, I, I would love to circle back around to emphasize that these are the points that got very much triggered in the Saturn-Pluto conjunction, in the different other conjunctions that happened in 2020. We had so many conjunctions, and this is part, part of what I've been writing about in my dissertation, but from a very academic space, very different from, from how we journey in these podcasts. And it, it's just the themes that we've experienced that have really shaken us to our core are still here. They're still present. We're still dealing with them in the collective mind. And therefore, if we're dealing with them in the collective mind, we're dealing with them in our personal minds as well. There's no exception. There's no way to separate from the collective psyche. As much as we might like to do that and attempt to do that, uh, it is sort of part of the agreement to live on earth is to work in this 
collective journey together. And what we are experiencing on the whole right now is a dismantling of outdated systems, particularly systems of oppression that no longer serve, right? Because the systems of oppression never serve. We are at a time where we have to strip away all of the old foundations systematically and then also simultaneously we're building up new foundations. And there is a frequency with this year of 2022 where there is a lot of new growth and new potential and this Aquarius new moon absolutely wants to highlight that. And at the same time, as we have the potential, we also are still clearing out. So this year of 2022 is very, it's a very important year. It's its an intense year and it's also a deeply, deeply spiritual year. And each one of us can grow so much in this year to come, especially when we study in ways that are very true and real to us, pure ways where we can connect to source consciousness. And for each one of us, that could look different, right? Like for a physicist, that is going deep into the realms of science. For an artist who is an oil painter, that is like getting the purest pigmented oil paint and creating your own unique palette on the daily for a chef that is like acquiring the best, most fresh local ingredients that speak the language of the land where they reside. So it's going to look different for each one of us. This year is so, so significant in what we're building towards as we are really starting to build new foundations And so I'd love to invite you to the 2022 Masterclass. It's going to be Tuesday night on February 1st, and it is a live streamed event with a recording that you'll have access to. So if you can't come live, you'll still receive the recording. And there will also be a PDF that will be sent out as well with a guide to help you through the astrology for the year, but we're going to go deep into the different retrogrades, the eclipses, and some of the significant unique astrology like the the Pluto return in the United States, which will absolutely impact everyone on the planet, the Jupiter-Neptune conjunction. Join us because it's an important year. We're going to talk about the water-tiger year and the fire quality from the dagger cosmology and how you can weave these different elements and be conscious of the different energies so you know how to how to move with the frequency because as Jupiter goes into Aries in some ways it's going to get kind of wild in the world so to speak I'd love for you to join us for the 2022 masterclass and you can sign up for that by going to earthseedtemplearts.com and scrolling down or you can also go to the show notes of this podcast and click on the link to do so. If you scroll into the notes, you'll see the 2022 masterclass.
This brings us to the Aquarius new moon, which as we gather for the masterclass, we're also going to honor this lunar in bulk entry and we're going to um, really honor the frequency of the new moon and what wants to come through, particularly on that evening so we can align and we can set the stage, we can really vision for all of 2022 to come. And as we have the new moon on February 1st, it's at 12.45 a.m., that's Eastern Standard Time. It's a Tuesday. The sun and the moon meet up at 12 degrees, 19 arc minutes Aquarius. So every time we have a new moon, the sun and the moon are conjunct. They marry, they become one. They take up the same space and time. And this new moon also has Saturn and Aquarius conjunct. So Saturn is at 15 degrees, 30 arc minutes Aquarius. So only about three degrees away. And therefore there is a strong Saturnian desire with this new moon to really vision for the whole year. I mean, this is why I've been saying the Capricorn new moon of 2022 was was a great way to open up the year, but it's really this Aquarius new moon that begins 2022 energetically. And when we have the new moon, we have Venus already direct. Mercury will be stationing direct in two days. And so the energy is really beginning to pick up the pace with Saturn conjunct the sun and moon. We know of Saturn to be that planet of self-mastery that brings in limitation into our lives. Saturn in Aquarius is very much focused on science and medicine and technology and our uniqueness and our individuality and our desire to have sovereignty, to have independence, to have freedom, to be avant-garde, to be futuristic ahead of our times. And so with Saturn in Aquarius in the collective energy, we of course are seeing this friction in the collective because people are using platforms around science and, and health and medicine for and against others. And we're seeing it in a myriad of ways. And I'm speaking to this not coming from one side versus the other because I really see this as extremely multifaceted and nuanced. And I hope that you can begin to see it that way as well. And that we can all remember the age old uh, saying, the whole divide and conquer technique, tactic that has been used on humanity again and again and again. And so how at this time, this really important time on earth, how can we avoid repeating that same mistake of the divide and conquer and just sort of collapsing collectively. As we're building this new earth, how do we come together in councils all over the earth to honor diversity, not just diversity around gender or occupation 
or our lineage, where we come from, our ethnicity, what race we would fit in, what class. I'm speaking about like true diversity in ways that we think, ways that we see authority, ways that we connect with authority and establishment and governments, because this is part of the medicine of these times, is to really evolve together and to outgrow falling into alignment with the divide and conquer methodology that has been used on humanity for eons and eons and eons. So this Aquarius new moon is helping us navigate this territory on some level. And the sun and moon and Saturn square Uranus and Taurus. And we know we've had this square between Saturn and Uranus and Taurus since February of 2021. And that was very particular astrology, very intense astrology. Many of us felt that Saturn Aquarius with the Uranus and Taurus square. It peaked in February and then later on July and August and closed out in December of 2021. However, the energy will just continue to linger in 2022. We're still dealing with the square and the effects and the ramifications. We know Uranus and Taurus really connects us to our resources, to food supply, to financial stability, economic exchange. And as we look right in the world around us with Uranus and Taurus since 2018, there's been a lot of shift. There's been more cryptocurrency more digital currencies showing up, different governments and banking institutions are also tightening their holds on digital exchange of currency. And we're also seeing a lot of food shortages popping up in areas as well as heightened climate change, climate shifts, right? And this is all making so much sense knowing we have Uranus and Taurus because the Uranian energy is liberating us from the old ways, the old ways of doing business, the old ways of plowing and tilling the earth. And when I say that, I don't mean we shouldn't garden or farm in our local communities. I'm talking about like the the massive agricultural systems and these like corporate chains that we've become dependent on for our food, that those establishments are not going to take us into the new earth in a good way. And so, of course, there has to be some sort of crumbling because we have to really align our values to what we stand behind. And this is the year to put the pedal to the metal when it comes to that. I've been speaking in these podcasts and in astrological teachings and readings and in yoga classes for years about what are your values and how are you living them in the world? Because it is what we actually do with our sacred time and attention and our money and our energy 
that's what our value system is. Philosophically, we might believe in so many different things. How we apply those beliefs through our actions is what matters. It's what makes an impact. So this Aquarius new moon is profound. It's opening up the frequency for 2022. And I know I've already invited you to the 2022 masterclass, but once more, I'm going to drop the seed of potential that you will come circle up with us there because this astrology is really profound and I want to see you succeed this year and really claim your visions and your dreams. Now, as we look at the chart, when I cast it in Asheville for the exact alignment, Scorpio is the is the ascendant. So Mars is ruling this chart and we have Mars and Capricorn, which is very beneficial because Mars does really well in Capricorn. Mars wants to get things done and take action. And in the collective second house of finances, this can be a really great time to grow your vision, grow your dreams. There is so much happening in the world around us, so much rapid change. And remember this age-old seed we talk about is that the powers that be the overculture would love nothing more than for you to believe that you're out of time, that you're too late, that you're running out of time. However, you are right on time. And Saturn, as that wisdom keeper, as that gatekeeper, as that timekeeper, is assisting you so that you can strategize where to focus in this entire year to come. So Mars in Capricorn is working on behalf of Saturn as well and is close to both Venus and Vesta, which are fully merged in this Aquarius new moon. And and Venus has just turned direct. Like I said, she's merged with Vesta. So the goddess of love and beauty is merged with the goddess of our devotion. And there is so much focus to really honing in on your visions, not just for this Aquarius new moon and the month to come, for all of 2022. This is your month to like vision the year out and really get finessed and clear with your intentions. And Juno will just shift into Aquarius after the exact alignment of the new moon. So the goddess of of what we are married to is coming out of that Capricorn frequency and really wanting to innovate with the Aquarian frequency. Now, the sun and the moon align on the new moon at 13 degrees Aquarius, which is a barometer, the ability to discover basic natural facts that allow us to plan and advance for action. This is just exemplifying how significant this new moon is for visioning your entire 2022. So come with me to the masterclass so you know how to strategize the months ahead because we have Mars going retrograde. We have a series of Mercury retrogrades. We have really potent eclipses and Jupiter and Aries. So it's like, it's going to be bumpy at times and you want to know when to move forward and when to take a moment and rest because we are still in that long haul marathon collectively. 
So the degree of Aquarius, the barometer, this is all about natural law, our relationships. And when we think of a barometer, it registers air pressure. And if we have a change of pressure, that can be a gauge to see what the weather might be tomorrow. So on some level, it's like interpreting omens, planning for a near future. The potential or seed of the future is actually already here. It's at the core. It sits within you. It sits within me. It sits within all of us. And so harnessing that potential frequency from deep within and coming from that depth as you create your intentions in the outer world. So they come and take form and they come to life. Now the star sparks for 13 degrees Aquarius is a lidless granite sarcophagus. It is empty. And I love how these Egyptian themed frequencies keep coming through the astrology right now as just A month ago, I was in Kemet in Egypt and definitely spent some time in lidless granite sarcophagi, (laughs) and they were empty on some level. This frequency of the sarcophagus, what Ilias Lonsdale had to say is that it's about how do you operate in this world? How do you attempt to operate free of karma? and the fixed world and death-like routines. You have to check yourself endlessly and constantly refine, constantly elevate. It's like you're closer to fine, you're closer to freedom, and then the collective keeps snarling and snagging you back to another example of limitation and struggle. And the answer is to this quandary is to be limitless, to be boundless, to believe in yourself and to believe you're right on time. And as I have spent some decent time in different sarcophagi throughout Egypt, there is a vastness when you enter that space. There is a limitlessness within a sarcophagus and it brings you to a zero point to a now moment as you come to that now moment you can imagine all the various lifetimes you've lived the different identities you've been and you can harness all of those frequencies into the here and now into your physical body. And this is powerful astrology, this Aquarius new moon. The affirmation that aligns with this is, I sense the divine in everything. And may this be so for you. And this brings us to Imbolc, which we experience lunar Imbolc with the Aquarius new moon. And it is also calendar Imbolc And solar in bulk is when we have the sun coming to 15 degrees Aquarius. So it's just a few days after lunar in bulk this year. And in bulk is known also as Kandalmas, as Imulg. 
It is the winter cross quarter that sits between Yule, winter solstice, and spring equinox for those of us who live in the northern hemisphere. So in the southern hemisphere, this is sitting between the summer solstice and fall equinox. And so we have the beautiful festival of Lamas. And these cross-quarter holidays are truly fiery celebrations. In bulk is a beautiful time to light lots of candles in your home in the warmth. And Lamas is a beautiful time to be out on the land and honor nature by creating a bonfire and spending time a lengthy amount of time outdoors. For us in the Northern Hemisphere, this is the Festival of Earth Awakening. This cross-quarter time of year as the Festival of Awakening is when we are seeing that first stirring of the earth come back to life from the quiet and the stillness of the deep heart of winter. And therefore, this time of year, we are working with our abilities to manifest while remembering our intuitive wisdom and all we have learned in this descent, in this journey into the underworld and our play with the other world. And it's been very much amplified this winter's journey as we have had both Venus and Mercury retrograde. So there has been a lot coming to the surface from the depths of our psyches. With this in-bulk gateway, we light candles in honor of the returning of the light of the sun's rays as the sun's rays increase each day. Lighting candles is a sign of our intentional focus, our divine spark, our unique gifts, our creativity, our intuition, and this deep stir within the cauldron of the belly of the mother is us. It is our dreams awakening, coming to life, our creative potential pulsating as the growth emerges more and more day by day. The days are lengthening. Although it is cold, there are buds beginning to form on the trees, and we're hearing the bird song again. As this gate, this threshold between the winter and the spring comes to life, it is a time for us to really do those inner preparations for that which we will be giving and and doing more in the outer world as spring equinox comes our way. Therefore, this is a season of working with divination, of candle gazing, of scrying, of activating our clairvoyance and our clairsentience and our clairaudience, planting ideas and giving them space to germinate with deep meditation and yoga, with poetry, song, and art, calling upon your guides, your spirit protectors, your healthy ancestors for support as they can only assist if you ask. In turn, with the Aquarius new moon, lining our collective destiny and dharma with the north node in Taurus, conjunct the astral goddess Ceres in Taurus, there is this collective need to caretake right now 
to honor the abundance of the cultivated soil and the seasons. And it's important that we're getting our hands in the earth and we're really giving gratitude for our food and for the earth herself who provides for us, who knows your name and my name and your dreams and my dreams. And how this beautiful earth mother rules over all major life cycles as the goddess of womb and tomb. She rules over the womb from which we are born and our journey through life as we come to these important life passages, eventually coming to that closure, that completion, and we receive our journey and we we give our offering of our life back to the earth. These cycles of nature, of time itself, are deeply nourishing cycles to contemplate with the North Node in Taurus this year and with the eclipses this year. Our journey asks of us to take even greater self-care and to take greater care of one another and to take greater care of our Earth Mother. As we know, there are many here on Earth that are still so far from freedom. Many live daily within the old paradigms of oppression, and we know that there is still much work to do on the planet. And there is also a necessity to celebrate, to have joy, and to live with gratitude, and to call in that now moment as if you are in that limitless space of the granite sarcophagus. To create from that limitless space, to cast away all doubt, and to spread the seeds of joy and pure potential. This is the time to call upon your sacred art, your sacred creativity, and lunar in bulk, this Aquarius new moon, is so deeply held by the Celtic triple fire goddess, Brigid, and her magic, which wishes to come forth for us all. And she is honored very much through Celtic England and Scotland and Ireland and France and Wales and other parts of the world as well. And she has many, many different names. Bridie, Bridget, Brigid, Brigadita, Brigitana. And the Brigid, the first Brigid ever worshipped in ancient times, was said to be the daughter of the great Irish god Dagda, the good father. And she had two sisters who were also named Brigid. They were called by some the three sisters or the three mothers. Therefore, these three Brigids are three different aspects of fire and creation and passion and creativity. Brigid, the fire of the hearth, the goddess of fertility, of family, life, of childbirth, of great healing. Brigid, the fire of the forge, the patroness of all of the crafts, 
and creativity from weaving and metalsmithing and embroidery and pottery. A goddess very much concerned with that which is just and that which brings order and harmony. And Bridget, the fire of inspiration, the muse of poetry, song history, the bard, the protector of all cultural learning and cultural weaving. And it was very much over time that Brigid was made into a saint. However, this is part of her journey. Just two days after the Aquarius new moon, we have Mercury stationing direct on Wednesday, which is Mercury Day, February 3rd at 24 degrees, 23 arc minutes, Capricorn. And that's going to occur at 11.13 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Mercury went into the shadow of retrograde at the end of December and then retrograded on January 14th at 11 degrees Aquarius. And we covered this terrain in depth in episode 43, if you haven't taken a listen. So as Mercury does station direct, Mercury has gone back into Capricorn And the 25 degrees Capricorn is the degree of the Jupiter-Pluto conjunction that happened in 2020. I was speaking about this earlier in this episode, and I've been speaking about it in other episodes as well. This is a very significant degree that we've been passing over throughout time and has much to teach us. So This Mercury Direct is bringing in information from that Jupiter-Pluto conjunction back in 2020, which was threaded to the Saturn-Pluto conjunction in January of 2020. So there's this string of pearls that is forming here. We are understanding, we are digesting the journey more and more. The Sabian symbol for 25 degrees Capricorn is a store filled with precious oriental rugs. This is about the use of cultural and artistic processes as a means to enhance personal comfort and appreciation. This is about the transcendence of a material, realizing how beauty is the tapestry that weaves culture and peoples together. Yes, a rug is something that someone may sit upon or stand upon. In some cultures, there's a sacred rug for prayer. A prayer rug of any kind is inherently magical. And so the question is, what are the intentions woven into the cloth? As we are in this process of dismantling so many layers of systems systems within our outer governmental worlds, systems within our own inner hearths, systems within our own deep entrenched psyches that anchor back into that collective psyche, that collective stratosphere, that deep, deep, deep liminal space that is beyond the spoken word, that is deep into the world of symbols and sensory sensibilities. And this brings us to the star sparks for 25 degrees Capricorn, a woman wearing a mask made out of butterfly wings. We are visible creatures everywhere we go. There is someone who sees us, someone witnesses us, assesses who we are based upon 
how we may seem, the impressions we give in an outer way? How do we pierce our own disguise? A different world may dawn, one that diverges, that transforms, to become an archetypal embodiment of a greater way of being, to be disguised, veiled with structures for an everlasting purpose, to do the world to evolve from here, a charm that is metamorphosized into self-composed parts of an authentic kind, to be boundless, to be limitless, to be one who serves all. Again, this weaves the limitless space of the granite sarcophagus. There are these themes that are coming online for each one of us. And I hope that you can see how the astrology of Venus and Mercury direct and this Aquarius new moon are weaving together to assist us in our most precise visioning of 2022 and how to be really strategic with our year ahead. As we come to Tuesday, the 8th of February, we come to the first quarter moon, the first kind of challenge from that new moon. It's a moon that uh, aligns with Ceres entering Gemini. She wishes to really nourish new thoughts, new mental creativity, higher intelligence. With the Aquarian new moon and the movement of various asteroid goddesses and imbolc, this is a powerful time to sharpen our minds and really focus, get very aligned with the words we are weaving, we are speaking, we are spelling, the ways we are operating in the world as we come out of these liminal spaces and begin to collaborate together. If you live in the Asheville area, there's a couple of spaces available for the Aquarian Dark Moon Women's Wisdom Gathering, which will be on Monday, Monday, January 31st. And I'd also like to invite you to the Medicine People Conference. There's a link in the show notes. And this is a conference that Shadea, a sister of mine who has also studied with Elder Maladoma Somme, is organizing. Her organization is called Black Girl Magic. And a group of us will be presenting in different ways to honor the life, the work of Elder Maladoma Somme. And so there will be layers of medicine that will be woven and available to each one of you. It begins this Sunday at 12.55 p.m. and will go on until roughly 3 p.m., and that's Eastern Standard Time. So I hope you will join us. The link is in the show notes. I'm so grateful that you take the time to circle up in this way. Please share this podcast. Consider having an astrological divination session. I'm also offering tarot as well. You can have tarot added on to any astrology reading, or we can also dive into tarot as a standalone divination session. I have so many different events and classes that want to be birthed, and I am really looking forward to this year, 2022, and unveiling these offerings to you. However, 
My dissertation is calling me, so stay tuned to what is brewing. Make sure you are receiving my Venetian love notes in your inbox every single Friday. They're delivered, so you can go to my website, earthseedtemplearts.com, and sign up if you're not getting them. Also, make sure you've whitelisted the email address, support at earthseedtemplearts.com, so that those messages, those love notes land in your inbox, avoiding your spam. And for those of you who live in the Asheville area, I am going to be offering Kundalini Yoga, a series that will begin on February 14th. And I really hope you will join us. So if you're interested in the invitation for that, you can email me direct, support at earthseedtemplearts.com. This new moon really does feel like a whole new year. And for those who follow the Chinese system, we are literally leaving one year and coming into the water tiger year. There's so much potential available. And may we all be prosperous. May we all be limitless. May we all be protected and guided by our ancestors and nourished by the elements. And in turn, in this beautiful mutual reciprocity, may we give back in pure devotion to Mother Earth. And so it is. And so it is. And so it is. Ashe. going to invite you to prepare for meditation and so come seated or lie down and if you're operating heavy machinery or you can't be present now feel free to pause this recording and check out the timestamp and they're also in the show notes so you can come back to this whenever it feels most aligned for you And so as you're finding your seat or your center, just bringing the body into deep, deep presence and awareness, making sure all devices are turned off and you're in a space where you cannot be disturbed. You've taken care of all of your biological needs and allow your body to come into this moment with the breath Inhaling and exhaling, nice long, deep breaths, allowing yourself to become more present, more aware, just noticing how your body is feeling in this now moment and allowing whatever is present to be there, allowing it with the breath and breathe into any tight, heavy, hard spaces. Breathe the breath into those spaces not in a way to force any shift, but just to breathe consciousness, light, transformation into those denser spaces and allow your awareness to come to the base of the spine, the palms of your hands, the soles of your feet, and imagine these grounding cords of 
silver gold red light coming out through these spaces and beginning to drop down 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 through the layers of sediment and soil deep into mother earth and any buildings you may be in just the light lines the cords of light are able to move through the concrete through the structures deep into the earth where you come and you ground and you anchor into great grandmother hematite into this now moment finding your center here grounding and anchoring all of who you are all of who you've ever been all who you ever will be and breathe that grounded recognition this knowingness this awareness that you are enough you are full you have a right to be here on earth now at this time and that you matter there is so much love and support available for you in these times even when it feels the most isolated and dark you have support you have the backing of your ancestors your guides your guardians your star family your soul tribe even when we feel most lonely we have the support always and so in this space of grounding i invite you to draw the support in from deep within mother earth back up through the layers of sediment and soil back up for those of you who know of the earth star chakra through your earth star chakra through the soles of your feet grounding and anchoring that energy up into your body and begin to feel these waves of relaxation as you breathe longer deeper breaths more conscious breaths feel this wave of relaxation enter in through the soles of the feet up through the ankles swirling around the calves and the shins up through the knees up into the thighs up through the glutes and into the pelvic bowl swirling around your inner cave of creation regardless of gender this is a space all beings have of creative energy and this energy swirls up through the spine up through all of your digestive organs into the lungs up and into your heart and your thymus up into your thyroid up through the shoulders and the neck and moving down the arms all the way down through the elbows and the wrists into the hands all the way out to the fingertips breathing that energy back up the arms back into the shoulders and the neck and the throat up into the jaw allow your jaw to soften and open into the teeth allow the tongue to relax all the way to the roots of the tongue the upper and the lower palates 
Feel this wave of relaxation moving into the back of the head, into the ears, deep into the eardrums, into the center of your brain, deep into the space of the pituitary gland and the pineal gland and the hypothalamus. And this wave of relaxation moves up through the cheeks and the nose and the sinuses, deep into the eyes, all the way back into the optic nerves, swirling up through the crown of your head so that every hair on the top of your head and throughout your body just completely relaxes. And your bones and your joints soften these bones that are the medicine of who you are they carry these crystalline codes of light that are passed down generation to generation just like the bloodline through the blood the vitality of who we are the essence of who we are we have this ability to rematrix all of these codes of light and life through our very consciousness our psyche our thoughts all of whom and who we are. And so now I invite you to imagine from the crown of your head, this beautiful white light that comes into the shape of a pyramid and it begins to envelop and enclose your entire physical body, your emotional body, your spiritual body, your mental body, your ka body, the energy double of who you are, all of your energetic layers are fully encapsulated in this pyramid of white light. And it anchors all the way from the cosmos, from the sun of all suns, the great cosmic central sun of all of creation. And this pyramid of light beams down through your high 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 chakras all the way down through the crown rooting you all the way down into the earth the base of the pyramid roots down the structure and you notice as you watch the light it begins to shift from white to violet to golden and it is saturated with this golden essence and you begin to see this beautiful golden nectar of light pouring from the great cosmic central sun all the way down through earth all the way through this pyramid of light that fully embodies and anchors you and as it is doing so you feel this sensation of the super conscious of who you are. You feel the divine showing you everything you need to know. It is encased within the codes of light of this pyramid that are surrounding and protecting all of your bodies. You as a light keeper, as a way shower, breathe in this multi-dimensional awakening through these codes of light. Breathe them into all the cells of your being so that all the cells of your being take on a holographic mirror of these codes of light. And as your DNA receives these energetic 
upgrades, these imprints. Feel how your DNA connects to the DNA of Mother Earth, Tara Gaia, which connects to the DNA of the cosmos. Feel how your Akasha weaves with the Akasha of Mother Earth and the Akasha of all that is. This great weaving of light begins to move through you in these delicate, elegant codes that bring you even closer to the heart of Mother Earth. And in this beautiful season of honoring the Earth, of the celebration of the fertility of all of life, of that weaving of your inner feminine and your inner masculine coming together to co-create this inner unification, this inner unity consciousness, you breathe this in even deeper so that you have great support and anchoring in these delicate and most potent and powerful times. And you allow yourself to continue to breathe long, deep breaths in this now moment. And any parts of your physical body that need your focus, your attention, that need extra healing, allow them to receive that through your breath, through your awareness here and now. And you find yourself feeling more and more relaxed and at complete peace in this moment. Enjoy, enjoy, enjoy this truth. Be fully present, grounded, and relaxed.
May Isis heal me as she healed her son Horus of all the pains which were brought on him. Thou, great enchantress, heal me. Save me from all evil, things of darkness, from the epidemic and deadly diseases and infections of all sorts that spring upon me, as thou hast saved and freed Horus. Free me from all possible evil, hurtful things of darkness, from epidemic and deadly fevers of all kinds. And so it is. Dive in with me at earthseedtemplearts.com and you can follow me on Instagram at earthseedtemplearts. Thank you so much for sharing sacred space. My prayer is that we as individuals awaken to the reality that each one of us is a hologram for the collective. By being fierce in our authentic truth, we have the opportunity to elevate life on this exquisite planet Earth. Crystallize your medicine.